another episode of the provocative podcast all right guys um it's crazy guys i announced last week the provocative experience is happening in houston on 11 11 which i'm so excited about um i do have general tickets and vip tickets vip tickets are literally i think i have one ticket left for vip ticket that's almost completely sold out um i still have general admission tickets left there will not be day of tickets sold okay so because of this event because of the planning it takes and because i want to make sure i have goodie bags prepared for all of you food accounted for for all of you drinks accounted for for all of you um i'm not gonna let anyone in the door so whatever gets sold i'm probably gonna stop selling tickets probably like a week out um if not two weeks out because I'm not letting anyone in after that. Guys, it takes a lot of preparation for just people to show up. So if you plan on coming, make sure you get your ticket ahead of time. Because I feel like what's happening is people are waiting because obviously we still have two months. Um, you know, it was just literally eight weeks away, like two days ago or yesterday. Um, so no, two days ago, actually. So I know you guys are probably waiting to get your ticket because, I mean, things can always happen, right? I completely understand that, and I am a last-minute person sometimes when it comes to tickets and things like that. But please do not wait till the last week because I don't know if I'm going to stop selling tickets a week out or two weeks out because, I'm like I'm saying, I like to be prepared. You guys know that, and I want to create an amazing experience for everyone. So I need a specific amount of number um, counted for. So... Anyways, like I said, it's a full day event. I actually put on the flyer that was from 12 to 5, um, not counting the morning run and walk we're going to do. Um, but actually, I think I'm going to extend the time till 8 p.m. because we just have so much valuable information going to you ladies. And I do not want it to feel rushed. I was doing the whole schedule and I was like, okay, yeah, there's no way we can do this from 12 to 5. I have already four, three guest speakers, four including myself and what I'm going to talk about. And then a, like a live Q&A. So we have a lot of valuable information. Audrey is going to be talking about hormonal health. Um, uh, Steph is going to be talking about financial freedom as a woman. I'm going to be talking about confidence and sexuality. And Brittany Cano is going to be talking about um, just releasing limiting beliefs. She's going to be uh, putting you guys through like a workshop type thing. And I'm just really, really excited because... She's taken NLP courses and just to see her whole journey and all she's accomplished within herself and to teach you guys what she's learned and stuff is just so incredible. And um, she's like, if you give me an hour, I'm going to talk an hour. And her what she says is always so valuable. Um, she's my one of my closest friends. And anytime I need some like really like honest truth and like actual um guidance i always go to her so i'm really excited for you guys to get to experience that and then like i said it'll be an hour luncheon where you guys will get to mingle talk uh connect and eat food drink um we already have topo chico uh sponsoring the event they're going to be giving out topo chico with um chamoy rim which i'm really excited about um we have a few other little sponsors that we're working on and of course you guys are going to have amazing goodie bags which i'm re working really hard for to get good content in there for you guys um so yeah it's going to be a full day event so you are getting your money's worth with this ticket guys and then in the morning obviously we're going to do a walk run whatever you guys want to do there's no pressure in here that you have to be some sort of athlete to run i'm not running actually guys right now so i don't know if by then i'll actually be able to run as you guys know because of my hormonal journey so there's no pressure to come and feel like you have to be some sort of athlete walk run whatever you guys want to do if you guys want to take that as your cardio and you're going to 
uh, run the path, great. If you guys just want to walk the path, get to know people, that's probably what I'll do because I want everyone to kind of get a, a good experience with each other. Then that'll, that's what it is, right? So I don't want you guys to feel intimidated about this, uh, fitness seminar part of it because it's, it's not like that at all guys. Um, and the last thing I want is to make someone uncomfortable. So it's going to be a great time. Um, I'm really, really excited. The more I put all the pieces together, which is a lot, the more excited I get. So make sure you guys uh, click the link in my bio or the provocative podcast IG bio and get your tickets because it's going to be an amazing event. All right, guys. So that's a little intro about the event. If you guys have any questions to let me know, I know some of you guys are having trouble with obviously flying in, getting a hotel and the ticket, but like try to network with people and to see if you guys can share an Airbnb, if you're coming with your friend, you guys can maybe like get a hotel and split that. Getting flights ahead of time is always the best, right? Because you'll get them at a cheaper rate. Um, but sharing a room will also give you guys like a little bit of more financial freedom. And like I said, once you get the ticket, all that stuff will be included, your food, your drinks and all that stuff. So um, yeah, I'm just really, really excited for you guys to come and to experience this with me because it'll be the first one ever. And I'm just really, really looking forward to it. So if you have any questions, like I said, please let me know. All right, little intro before we get into today's topic. Um, this is week two of my hormonal health journey with Audrey and, um, it's good. I have given up gluten. I did have a little bit of gluten on the weekend because it is really extremely hard to get rid of gluten guys. Like everything contains gluten, pasta, breads, my breakfast sandwiches, like everything includes gluten. Like if I make a breakfast burrito because of the tortilla. So I just don't think realistically it is a lifestyle that I can is maintainable for me to be giving up gluten every single day of my life. But for the most part, 80% of my life, I'm giving it up um, because we do think that there's a cordon, cordon, correlation between gluten and endometriosis. And like I said, she's helping me with gut health, um, hormonal health, and because both of those actually correlate a lot. And she'll be speaking about this on the um, in the seminar, but also with endometriosis. So um, this is week two. It's been going good. It's just, awesome. like I said, a process with the food and things like that. I actually did do a GI map, which we're going to look into what uh, bacteria I have in my gut, what's causing me issues, what's actually causing my IBS. Because a lot of doctors will tell you you have IBS, but they it they don't really know why you have IBS and you should know why you have IBS. So Audrey and I are going to look into that to my GI map and look okay, and see what bacteria is actually um, affecting me and what we can do and what we need to change. Um, that shit was disgusting. I gagged the entire time. You actually have to scoop out your poop and put it into a little container. Disgusting, guys. I was, I don't know how I did it. I did it because there was no one else that could do it for me. And I was like, Chris, do not even come close to the room right now. Like I, this is the most excruciating, like embarrassing, nastiest experience of my life. I, I don't know, but obviously it has to be done. It was really uncomfortable. <laughs> and, uh, it's just like, you can't just put your poop in. Like you gotta, you gotta like get a little mini scoop that they provide you with and scoop it multiple. It's just like not a good time. Um, but I'm excited because we're going to get to really get to the bottom of what's causing me inflammation and things like that. And then I actually did go see my OBGYN last week to get like a, a wellness check. As always, I'm fine. And um, we did do an ultrasound yesterday. I got the results today and uh, the results are exactly what I thought they were going to be. I do have a fibroid. It's small, but I do have a fibroid inside my uterus and 
actually, I didn't think I was going to have a cyst, but I actually have three cysts on my right ovary, which is what's causing me pain. And the cyst inside of them is has, I don't even know, coagulated blood in it. So um, they call it, she said it's called like a chocolate bomb because when you, it's chocolate cyst because when they open it, it like oozes chocolate looking liquid. There you go. Um, obviously, uh, when it comes to doctors, the solution is one, get on uh, birth control, right? Because we got to stop the hormone, um, that's producing more. So either estrogen or progesterone, um, we got to stop it from creating that, in, uh, that those cysts. Um, so birth control is an option or surgery, right? Um, if we go into the surgery route to really, she's like, I, I, I'm 80% sure you have endometriosis, but in order for me to confirm it 100% and then maybe able to give you a medication that's only available to people who've had surgery for endometriosis, you have to have the surgery. Um, but she's like, we would do the surgery. I would remi- remove the cyst and then I would remove any endometrial layer endometrial layer that's growing outside of um, your uterus and things like that. But guys, the surgery is just like a quick fix, right? Like it's going to, she's going to remove all that stuff and then eventually it's going to grow back if I don't fix the solution, right? If I don't find a solution as to why is this growing, let's focus on bringing that hormone down. Um, so I'm doing that naturally with Audrey. So we're going to wait on, on, um, the surgery. If I feel like I need the surgery, I'll go that route next year. But right now I'm really trying to 100% go into this, um, holistic approach with Audrey because I want a long-term solution that I can live with. I don't want a short-term solution. I'm tired of short-term solutions when it comes to my health. Um, I'm honestly like fed up. So yeah, um, I'm going to keep you guys updated because I feel like I am kind of like not her guinea pig, but I'm my own guinea pig in this. I'm like, I really want to see the changes that my body makes with endometriosis. And if we find a fucking solution and we find that like, okay, we can't, this disease, you can't get rid of a hundred percent, but if there can be a difference in it, if I can have less pain, less mood swings, less hormonal imbalances and inflammation and tiredness and pain, and we find that, Guys, I swear I'm going to link up with Audrey. We're going to do something for for this because I know so many women are struggling. I've looked at hundreds of videos recently on TikTok about women struggling, women struggling still after the surgery. So I'm just like, I want to help women find solution for this because it is a horrible disease to live with. And they're like, not knowing that, you know, knowing that there's nothing you can fucking do about it is really, really, um, discouraging but if we can find a solution that will help with the symptoms and help us live a better lifestyle then that is what i'm going to do so i'm going to go full force in this experience um and see what comes out of it which i trust audrey like with everything i have so um it's been a really great experience working with her so i'm excited and i'll keep you guys posted along the way um so yeah we've decreased no spin. I did Pilates yesterday, which was a little in- more intense than I would have liked. And I know that Audrey would have liked, but, um, it's always really good going into, uh, Pilates, just the core work, the glute work. I took a day off today. I was going to work out, but because, uh, we are trying to take some stress off my body. I-, I felt like it wasn't smart to have gone through the stress yesterday and go through stress again today. So I'm going to take 
today rest and then probably work out a little bit tomorrow we are doing again three to four days uh, max a week of training and it's not high intensity training or super hard training i do feel like my body's inflammation has gone down significantly and i do feel like my tiredness has kind of come down i still have my days yesterday i was extremely exhausted i took like a three hour nap today i slept in from 12 i went to bed at 12 12 30 yesterday we slept until 10 30 okay i got like 10 and a half 10 hours of sleep which my body needed. I thankfully have the um, ability to do that with my work. So I don't, like, I used to feel guilty about it. I don't feel guilty about it now because this is part of me healing and I'm taking the time to, like, just let my body rest because it just needs rest. Um, So, um, yeah, that's my training regimen right now. And uh, we do have a book club meeting this uh, Friday. We are reading uh, The Coworker. I have 100 pages left. Um, It is by, hold on, I want to, Frida McFadden right yeah she's also the writer of um uh what's the other one I think she's the writer of the housemaid if not I might be mistaken um but the housemaid is the one I'm reading I'm gonna be reading next um so yeah the co-worker book by Frida McFadden I have 100 pages left and we have a book uh, club meeting Friday. It's actually been a really fu- uh, fast read. I started on Monday. Today's Wednesday, so I'll finish it today. I only read for like an hour and a half at night while Chris games. So far, it's good. Now that it's in the middle, it's really good. I'm like, okay, what's happening? What's going on? Who is this? Because now I'm like, okay, yeah, she's a bitch, but like, I can't be that easy. Like, it's not her. It's someone else. And it's just, it's good. Um, I'll let you guys know at the end what I think of it, but you guys are always really excited to hear uh, what we're reading in my book club. So the coworker. As of right now, I recommend it because it's 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 okay. Um, so yeah, we have a meeting Friday and that's about it, guys. I've just been spending all my fucking time planning for the provocative experience because I I want it to be an amazing event. I can't I have a lot of uh expectation for myself and I want this. This is not like some half-assed thrown event, right? It's not I'm not depending on just vendors to come and sell things and then just th- doing a whatever. Like this is like an actual event with production and we have to get valet, we have to get security. We're getting like a whole It's a lot, right? It's a lot, but I'm really excited because I hold very high standards for myself and you guys know that I like to deliver on what I say I'm going to do and I'm going to deliver that. So you don't you do not I'm telling you, you do not want to miss out because it's going to be really cool. All right, so let's get into today's topic. I think that's it, baby. We haven't done anything else, right, to to give them intro on. What did we do this last weekend? Nothing. We're not watching anything. We're watching The Office again because that's it. He games. When I read and he games, we can't really watch, like, uh, we've been wanting to watch Suits, but it's an hour every episode, and Chris and I, like, if we're going to be committed, we're going to be committed, and so other things take priority right now, and with everything I have going on, with the event, with my content, and everything, I'm just like, I don't have time to just sit here for an hour, like, I'd rather be doing something productive, so I just don't really sit and watch episodes right now long episodes so we haven't really been watching anything we've been wanting to start suits and we did watch a little bit of yellowstone the other day because our friend george was watching it i do want to start that one but we just haven't committed to it yet but that's it guys other than that the the our spare time we spend it with mia she's like at a really cute cute age right now so we like to just facetime her um kylie's always crying so it's it's um but that's it all right so let's get into today's topic which is going to be finally about sex so it's sex okay guys we haven't talked about sex in a really long time on the podcast um it's 
you know, I was, when I first thought about talking about sex on the provocative uh, podcast, I was listening to a lot of Girls Gotta Eat and they would talk about sex all the time, right? Because, well, they're single women in their mid thirties and they were having a lot of sex. I have a lot of sex, but with my husband. And so I don't have these grand stories to share with you guys or experiences or funny things. So, um, yeah, like it's just stopped. We kind of stopped talking about sex, but we haven't talked about sex in a long time. And we're going to be talking about sexuality and a little bit of sex on the event. So I was like, let's talk about sex because I haven't in a while. So I actually have five tips for um, people who are in committed relationships or, um, you know, are married and have been married for X amount of years and are needing some guidance because I still get a lot of DMs are like, hey, I've been with my partner for five or this many years and I feel like the sex isn't the same what advice do you have so I wanted to give five tips on things that Chris and I do I'm not going to get too explicit but that have really strengthened our relationship and have just really helped our sex life become more fun and not boring and there's nothing wrong guys with like going through a phase that your sex drive one isn't an all-time high right because we go through different things especially if your hormones aren't in track i've talked about it before your sex drive isn't going to be that high we all go through seasons of life like that that my sex drive might not be that high his might not be that high so or sometimes this is high mine is low so we're not in sync and that's okay as long as you communicate that with your partner that's okay and you know there's nothing wrong with like okay needing to spice things up like oh my god is something wrong with our relationship because sex isn't like what it used to be it's not going to be you're not gonna after being with someone for five, 10 plus years, or even like two plus years, right? The butterflies aren't the same, right? You don't get the same amount of butterflies like you did when you first met the person, right? Because it's all exciting and new. But when you've been with the same person for a while, yes, the attraction is still there, right? Yes, you might still have some lust for them, but it's different. You're not gonna have the same exact feelings that you once had, and you shouldn't chase those feelings. A lot of people actually, Esther Perel will say that, um, what happens in relationships is that a lot of people chase that beginning feeling, and that's why they can't stay in committed relationships relationships for a long time and that's why people get divorced so easily because they think that they're supposed to have these butterfly feelings for the rest of their life and that's not doesn't happen you're going to lose that with that person you're going to get divorced you're going to find those feelings again with the next person but guess what those first initial butterflies are going to fade away you cannot stay in a committed relationship if you expect to keep those butterflies for years on years on years right it doesn't work that way that's why love comes in um that's when a love language comes in and you need to learn what your partner's love language is. They need to know what your uh, love language is and it's okay to spice things up. So that's what I'm here to talk about today. The five things that we use in our love life to keep things interesting and spicy. So number one, lingerie. Guys, I before I honestly before I started my OnlyFans, I wasn't a big lingerie girl. Um, just never really thought like it really mattered. Chris wasn't a very lingerie guy. He was like, ah, whatever, it's gonna come off anyways. But I can't tell you how fun it's been now, not just with, you know, because I, I film content, but for us, like Chris will buy lingerie for me that he wants me to wear just for him on date night. And I think it's so much fun. So lingerie is key into spicing things up. I will say if you don't buy it, tell your significant other to buy it for you and then it arrive and then you wear it, maybe set a date so that he knows that you're going to wear it. And it literally makes it so much fun. Like, for example, you guys have a date night plan tonight and 
he knows you're going to be wearing that lingerie underneath your outfit and he hasn't seen it. I try to get Chris not to see it before I wear it or give him like a little sneak peek and then put on my outfit. And the whole time at dinner, we're like super excited. We're like flirty with each other. We're flirty with each other on the drive back home because we know we're going to have some fun when we get home, right? So it's really, really fun to get lingerie that makes you feel comfortable and sexy or your significant other likes because it makes things fun, right? Not only, like I said, wearing it and them knowing, but like the whole experience of opening the package that someone um, picked out for you or if you picked it out for yourself because maybe you're not comfortable with your significant other's taste, you pick it out, you take a photo and send it to them be like, hey, look what came in. I can't wait to wear this for you, right? Like spicing spicing things up that way is a great way to just get out of the normal, oh, we're just going to bang one out real quick, right? Because yes, we can all bang one out real quick, right? But in order to make things spicy and and to like have that like, um, not like passion, but like have that passionate moment with your significant other really takes your relationship to the next level, especially if you guys have both been really busy with work or both been really busy with the kids and other things take priority because life happens, right? Other things take priority, but having a little moment like that can really spice things up, even if it's a short amount of time, but then it brings you guys closer together for a longer time. So lingerie, number one, is key. Number two, I put pictures, right? You know, some people are completely against sending nudies to your significant other. I think it's a lot of fun. I just make sure I delete them and I make sure that... um, I delete them right away after I send them to him. I deleted off my camera roll and I deleted off um, the messages, right? Because I, I've ha- had a bad experience about that before. And um, he makes sure he saves them in a hidden folder. So we make sure that <laughs> we're prepared in case someone grabs our phone. But sending nudies to your significant other is so much fun, guys, okay? Especially if you're on a work trip or he's on a work trip and it's just like sp- spontaneous, it is so much fun because it makes you like just look forward to something like the other day for example I was at a shoot and I was changing in the bathroom and I was like Chris is at home let me just send this little like video of me taking off or changing right and I like thought about him right and I sent it to him and obviously it makes me happy like to know that he knows that I'm thinking about him and I know he appreciates it so I send him the video and then obviously I get gratification from him be like oh my god he looks so good or oh my god that butt (laughs) you know so it's it's nice to receive those compliments for your significant other because yes I do he compliments me a lot at home right but like when it's spontaneous like that it's so much fun or when I get videos from him I just feel I honestly feel a little naughty and I don't usually feel naughty I'm like oh my god I got a video and I'm like in the corner somewhere even though like I might be in the room but I'm like in the corner somewhere like this like uh, and I just make sure like when I travel or somewhere like it's just so exciting to receive he's not the a big one on sending nudies but when I do get a nudie it is so much fun and I make sure I save that shit because it's rare but I love it it is spontaneous and it just brings that like chemistry back and the like but it could bring back those like butterfly feelings right that's something that could it might not be the same as when you first started dating but you're like oh my god anxious to when he's gonna open the phone and open the video or when she's gonna open the the video and then respond back right like you're 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 looking forward to that so that creates that little anticipation that excitement in there so pictures is number two number three toys All right, listen to me. People 
sometimes have a really bad stigma when it comes to toys. Um, you automatically think like, oh my God, it's got to be like, I don't even know what to how, what I can say on the podcast, right? Because the video's good. What? Like a big dildo, right? Or like something crazy, right? And it doesn't have to be that way. Um, it can be whatever you want it to be. I will say the number one thing that helps with toys is going to the store with your significant other. That is so much fun, guys. One, they have lingerie and they have other things, but going to a sex store um, with your significant other, and art, you're gonna have to bleep sex. <laughs> going to an adult store, there we go, with your significant other is so much fun. It creates one excitement because like, it's like, you're like, oh my God, I'm going to this adult store. People are gonna see, they're gonna know we're gonna have CX, like, oh my God. But it's so much fun. Like you get to go, you get to see all the different toys that are there. You get to really talk to your partner, be open about what you're down to try and experiment, what you're not down to try and experiment. And it might be something as simple as handcuffs, right? Or card games, right? It doesn't have to be something crazy. Like you can start with something small, go and buy your handcuffs together, right? Like that's really fun because now your partner and you are excited that you guys are going to use it. Um, little vibrator. You guys know I'm a big vibrator person. Um, a small vibrator is key. I don't, I literally do not travel anywhere without it unless I'm traveling by myself. Obviously I don't take it. Um, but if we go anywhere, that little vibrator is with me everywhere because it makes everything so much fun. I have a hard time getting that to the next level without it. Um, some people do, if you have not experimented with a small little vibrator, please do because there was a long time where I thought something was wrong with me until I started listening to other podcasts that talked about how some women have harder times getting to the end because they need more stimulation. And that really has helped a ton. Um, and it's made me want to, um, have sex more often. And it's just made the experience a lot more fun for me too. So, um, because I will tell you guys, it's not just for you, right? It's not just for the guys. It's for us too. Right. And it's important that your significant other, I would hope makes that, um, you know, something important in your routine. My husband does a great job with that, but you know, it's important that you feel confident, confident and comfortable and you're having a good time during that time too if not it's just like what am i doing here right and and it's sad because i know a lot of movies and things play it out that that's the way it's supposed to be like i can't tell you how many movies i watch and the girls are just like oh just get it over with like it shouldn't be that way like it literally should not if there's times yes that you have to get a quickie it's fun whatever but you should also have a good time doing that it shouldn't just be for them or to get it over with right so um, having, including different, um, adult toys in your sex life is really fun. They also have supplements at adult stores that you can take. Um, I'm a little bit iffy on those. I did take one, one time in LA. Um, it was definitely very different. It was a very different experience. It was fun though. Cause we were both kind of like, Oh my God, when is this going to hit? Um, and stuff, but it was fun. Um, it is a little scary though. I feel like that for me was the extreme is taking like a little supplement. Cause you're like, is this even going to work? It worked. Um, uh, what was it called, babe? Do you remember? Something kitty. Pink kitty? No, it was like pink kitty. It had like a pink cat on it. Um, but, you know, that's another thing, right? So toys, different things, including those into your routine is a lot of fun, right? It makes things exciting for you guys and just changes up the normal routine, right? Um, setting the mood is number four. Guys, setting the mood is so important. It doesn't always have to be in the dark. Oh my gosh, now that I'm, I'm thinking about this, 
we were watching the ultimatum um that there's a show we just watched and like the girl was like oh yeah i have to uh, have sex in the dark i'm like what like i know and i and i say what because i would hope that you know i know there's probably people that do want to have sex in the dark because maybe you guys are a little bit insecure or something but please like do not have sex in the dark well if it makes you feel comfortable do what you got to do right but like just having sex in the dark like that doesn't really give you a chance to really get to connect with your partner and like look at things and it's so much fun to be able to make eye contact with your significant other and so what if you're having sex feel confident they're obviously you're obviously attracted to the other person if you're doing that right so don't feel insecure like oh my god he's looking at me here he's looking at this because probably not guys 99% of the time they're more focused on the feeling than what they're looking at right so please try if you haven't tried not having sex in the dark having it in daylight because it makes things a lot more i guess fun um but setting the mood is really really important like music i cannot tell you how important music is we have a playlist and for the most part, 90% of the time that we are having sex, we are listening to that playlist because it makes what? Two one song. Two one song. <laughs> Jazzy last one song. Um, <laughs> and they're going to babe, they're going to think that we're quick, like three minute song. Um, huh? We could take our time uh, if need be. Um, yeah, but uh, I do have song preferences that I like to, um, you know, do it too and it just makes it a lot more fun it sets the mood you're not just having sex with your dogs guys i can't tell you how many times we're doing it and hermes is just over there licking his paw or licking fendi or just like snoring because he's sleeping that is not setting the mood right like you need to set the mood eat like it doesn't have to be candles and things like that all the time but just a playlist hey alexa do this right and like have the playlist already ready you have it you're ready to go um so setting a playlist for me and for us is really really important candles obviously setting the mood um with some wine and candles and being romantic is is also like a big plus right but for me that's not something that is like super important to me i don't need that in order to want to have sex i don't need the roses everywhere and stuff like that like i've just not that type of person but if you do communicate that with your significant other i'm telling you music though alone is a big big game changer so setting the mood is important and changing it up right like it doesn't have to always be in your bed it can be in your living room it could be in your kitchen i've said this before and i had so many of you girls be like well my kids are here okay maybe it has to be but maybe you have a connecting bathroom to your uh, bedroom or in a closet do it there make it fun right like it could be there it could be in the bathroom it could be in the tub like real quick it could be pull your vanity chair and sit him on the chair and go to town there like just change it up right like i think even like different little locations like that makes a huge difference right so it's not the same boring thing all like always happening so setting the mood is really important and lastly i put scheduling date night and um it's it's really important and i put don't feel bad about this because i feel like sometimes we feel guilty like oh my gosh like we have to schedule date night in order to to do it that's like something's wrong with us and no like as i was saying sometimes we just have a lot of things on our plate or on our mind like i can't i have a lot of plate on my mind and i don't have kids i can't imagine people with kids right like kids take priority and 
Um, it's, it's hard to find the time to connect with your partner when you have kids. I've seen it and I can like honestly empathize with you guys. So scheduling date night is important. Schedule it, make sure like you have a babysitter and stick to it no matter what, like you might not be feeling in the mood that, that day, but if you set that date night, do it because it, it honestly is so important. And after you have it, I'm sure you'll feel even better. Um, So if your partner is busy too, scheduling that date night, it already puts the mood like, hey, we're going to go out to dinner here on Friday. I made reservations. I have a babysitter covered. Maybe, hey, the babysitter's staying all night or you're dropping the kids off at your mom's the whole night so you can come back home, be as loud as you want or go to a hotel, be as loud as you want. And that will connect you with your partner, guys, more than you know. It'll give you some one-on-one time to connect with each other. You have the date night set. Let's say you have the lingerie already underneath there you're already to a great start maybe you know that week you hadn't really connected with your partner well now you're about to connect with your partner not everything is super easy and don't feel guilty about that where people are like well me and my partner we just on the same wavelength and we just connect automatically we don't need to do all this stuff so what and that's bullshit okay like it gets to the point where you've been with your partner for so long that things get repetitive and there's nothing wrong with that just plan it out it's okay to plan it out chris and i plan out date nights all the time or i'll plan out a specific outfit where i'm like i want to wear this for this date night and so he literally will take care of the lingerie he'll be like hey i ordered lingerie for you so you could wear it on date night and i'm like okay this is exciting and usually the pieces he picks are really fun like there's a piece that like doesn't have a nipple cover it's really really fun um so just things like that we already set the mood we already told our friends hey we have this date set because sometimes you know we make last minute plans or our friends want to hang out but they also know that date night is important for us so we're like actually no we already have plans we have reservations we're not canceling we're doing them and there are days where like Fridays, for example, I'm exhausted or Saturdays I when I would do spin and then we would go work out and then we would come home and I'd be so tired and we had date night and I'm like, oh my God, I really don't want to shower, wash my hair, do my makeup, get ready. It's a long time. It's a lot of process and energy to put into it. But then I'd be like, no, I, I we want to do this. I, we set, a time, set aside time for this. So I would do it and I'd honestly always be so grateful that we did it because I would literally just take an energy drink and I'd be good to go. And we would have a great time. Dinner would be great. We'd come home. It would be great. We don't have children, so we don't have to worry about that. We just let the pups roam free. We lock them out. And it was a good time. So do not feel bad about having to set a time aside for you and your significant other. It doesn't mean anything's wrong with you. It just means that you guys are both busy and life happens, right? So as long as you both are willing to make it work and as long as you both are willing to be committed and work on bringing the sparks into your relationship, then it'll work. Now, if it's only one person doing it all, it could be a little hard. So also communicate with your partner. Hey, I feel like we've been kind of low in this department. Let's plan a date night. I want to do this. Can you like find a lingerie piece for me? Or can you make the reservations? That way you can surprise me. There's nothing wrong with asking for what you want, right? Sometimes we want things done without us asking, like he should have bought me the lingerie and he should have made the reservations and he should know, but Guys, sometimes guys are oblivious and how are they supposed to read your mind? You can't read their mind, they can't read yours and there's nothing wrong with asking for what you want, right? So I, that was a life lesson that I learned a couple years ago because I felt bad that I, I always have to ask for what I want. Well, if you want something, just ask for it, right? Like just ask for it. It doesn't mean they don't care about you or they don't wanna do things for you. It's just sometimes men just don't think about those things, right? And 90, 9% of the time they don't. So asking for what you want, there's nothing wrong with that. So. Hope those five tips help 
you and your love life and in your relationship. I wanted to cover some topics that have helped us and cover, you know, sex because we haven't talked about it in a long time. And, um, you know, it's a complicated subject, right? Especially when um, our hormones are involved and, you know, we're not in sync all the time, but there's nothing wrong with that, right? It just takes a little bit of planning, a little bit of effort to spice things up in your relationship. So hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to get your tickets. You can find them at Jazzy Fit, um, my Instagram, or on the Provocative Podcast Instagram in the link in bio. So let me know if you guys have any questions and I'll see you guys next week. Bye.